Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Wakanda! Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. I mean, you just heard it, but obviously, tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night goes to Adolis Garcia. I mean, where do I start with this guy? He's a beast. He's a goon. He's a goblin. He's a monster. Like, what? 15 RBI in the series? (laughs) That's going absolutely crazy. This guy is a full-grown man. Like, they threw at this guy, and you saw all that over the weekend with Abreu. And, like, don't poke the bear. And I know those Astros fans were saying some stuff to him. He's out there in right field just blowing bubbles and just laughing, chilling. Like, I dominated you. And uh, this guy tonight goes out there in a game seven, do or die, and says, do or die, like, we're going to do. We're not going to say die to these chumps. Four hits, two homers, five RBI. That one that he powered Oppo was just dumb. <laughs> just dumb. And, like, he had me so geeked up. I said I wasn't watching baseball, but watching this guy tonight propel the Rangers back to the World Series before the Yankees can get there. The Yankees got there in 2009. The Rangers got there in 2011. Shorter time between the Yankees. We're still waiting. TikTok on the Yankees to get there 15 years. Adolis Garcia, you're my Casamigos big shot of the night. I hope you continue. You're the MVP of the ALCS. 877-337-6666. Let's get to the phones. I don't have that much time. Young Josh is in Passaic. You know he's on the line. What's up, Josh? Good, Keith. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, the sports are sporting, and um, like that's what I like. I know, and listen... I told you two. Do you remember the two things I told? Uh, the two keys I told you with the Giants last week. What I thought they were gonna have to do. Hmm. Um. Keep Daniel Jones off the field, and um, don't throw to Kadarius Tony. Hmm. Now was throw deep to Jalen Hyatt, and defensive launch just go after the quarterback, and yeah. we'll see how they do. And that those things happen right away on your checklist. Going to Hyatt, I, I said that as well. How's this guy going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year if you don't throw him the ball? <laughs> It'd be great to see him get, like, you know, like a little slant up the middle, like a little screenplay, but it seems all they want to do is just throw deep balls to him. Well, that's his skill set. He can just outrun man coverage. It's hard for guys to, you know, keep with him in a foot race. And he's a rookie, you know. Um, Jordan Addison looked pretty good tonight. Yeah, different skill set. That kid is a dog. I mean, they're they're both dogs, but like that little man is. I've I've watched him play. I, wa- I was watching him at Pitt with Kenny Pickett four years ago, three years ago, uh, two years ago. He was with Caleb Williams, or a year ago, and then now I'm not surprised that he's stepping up the way he is. But yeah, Hyatt, Hyatt, uh, they, they're gonna you know try and get him man man to man one on one and throw him a, a fade ball, go route, uh, maybe 
they work on some gadget plays or some stuff this week against the Jets. And yeah, I mean that it was a long day for the offensive line of the Commanders. Um, they had nothing for Dexter Lawrence. He bodied everybody that tried to put a hand on him. Leonard Williams, all those guys, they had their way. And good. That's like that's what I'm saying. Any given Sunday, and it's not supposed to be misery all season. You're supposed to have one of those games. And it could have could have been a better game, a cleaner game from the Giants, but whatever. Win ugly and have some fun. Enjoy it. Uh you don't know how many more of those wins you're gonna get this season. And we just might have also the worst special teams of all. Like even first of all, the punt returning is just disastrous. But even Graham, you know, it's like He's been missing field. This wasn't like heard of the past two years. Wind. I, that's why I, I mentioned the wind. You know, like have you have you ever gone to a game at Giant Stadium or MetLife? Yeah, I went one game. It was in the rain, and they got like shut out by the Titans. Like it's a real factor. The weather, the wind in East Rutherford. I don't think they talk about it enough for both the Jets and the Giants. Uh, remember Zach Zach Wilson was like, "Oh come on, guys, it's it's, it's windy as hell out there." Like he was right, but <laughs> you can't say that. But yeah, it's one of his worst games. It was all wet with the Jaguars. I mean, that's when a lot of the boots and came down and he lost the job. against the Patriots this year, it was windy and it was wet out. He he had nothing. And the Patriots are like Zach Wilson's house of horrors. It's another thing, because as a Mets fan, it's a double thing. First of all, the Mets fans love that the Astros are always good for the Yankees. And number two now, Max Scherzer isn't getting the World Series. And I don't even know what if he's even like good anymore. I mean, every start he does, there's nothing like two solid coming out of him. You don't even get past the second inning, past the third <laughs> inning today. He's a high-priced opener now. Um, and if, like tonight, I'm like, if he can get through the third, like the Rangers gave him that run support right away, but you knew he wasn't going to have a clean first inning. You knew he wasn't going to, like, he, he doesn't have it anymore. He's old. He's got to hang it up after this. You You made it to the World Series. You might... You no, know, not Mike. You will get a chance to pitch in the World Series. After that, hang it up, bro. I'm tired of seeing you. We managed to get Acuna's brother for him. It's looking great for us. Well, we'll see what he turns into. If he's half the player that Ronnie is, good deal. And what do you think? What do you think's wrong with like the Niners? The last two games, Purdy's starting to come a little bit. Like just, just what the quarterback just he is. Coming down the Pixie's strong. They're looking really bad. It, you know the thing about the NFL, right? He had two picks tonight. The thing about the NFL is guys like Brock Purdy, who are who are Mr. Irrelevant, pick 256, undersized, it's only so long before there's enough film on you where they start to figure you out, where they start to figure out what are they doing to create success for this young man. Because it isn't like he's super strong. It isn't like he's fast. It isn't like he's got a cannon arm. What can we do to disrupt him? And it seems like that happened back-to-back weeks. I mean, the Cleveland defense is much better than the Vikings defense, but the Vikings defense had the the book to read from last week, and they, they did it tonight. I mean, they did enough tonight to hold McCaffrey and Kittle and no Debo, um, Brandon Ayuk, to hold those guys to 17 points when they needed it. They had an extra day to, to rest and recover with the Monday night game coming off of that that loss, like, I don't know. I, I was pleased to see it. And like I said, I, I was putting respect on Brock Purdy's name, but I thought people were getting a little carried away putting MVP next to his name. You can put respect on the guy's name, but starting to say he's the MVP, he's obviously a, a, a system quarterback like they like to call Tua. We can talk about that Sunday night football game. I turned that off. I don't know why I was betting on the Dolphins. I hate the Eagles. But yeah, Brock Purdy, 
I think he's just coming down to earth a little bit. And the thing is, he's going to have to win them a game. It's not going to always just be McCaffrey running for three touchdowns. I think they have to go back to more of like what you see from what the Packers are doing right now. Got to have handoff really for what a second down to throw short slam plays. Nah, nobody should take notes on what the Packers are doing right now. No, not that, not the actual Packers, but the Niners right towards when Brock Purdy first came in, he wasn't air, he wasn't airing it out. They were handing it off a lot, and then throwing quick little plays. They try like having him throw deep, and I know he had a few big plays to you, but one of them wasn't really him, and just gotta keep the game more short. Well, injuries and turnovers, man. You got guys hurt, um, fumble, couple picks. It, it, you know, injuries and turnovers. You're not gonna win the game. No, I don't care who you are. Um, your your best players go down and you don't have your guys, and you're giving the ball to the other team, this is the NFL. They are all pros. All of these guys were, you know, some of the best players in college, and they all get paid millions, and these coaches are really smart football coaches, and they ain't trying to, trying to lose. Like, losing is not fun. The Vikings started off uh, pretty terrible this year, and at 3-4, and four, they're like, we're not trading Kirk Cousins to the Jets. It's a good sign that, and that they keep winning is a good sign for Justin Jefferson to come back if anybody has him. Luckily, I don't have him. I mean, I have Jordan Addison. This has been great for me, but anybody that has Jefferson, this is good because the, um, Samansky said that as long as the, the goal is for them to be contending, that would bring Jefferson back. Keith, thanks for taking my call. Have a good night. Thanks for the call, Josh. Yeah, tonight was supposed to be the number one fantasy pick versus the number two fantasy pick, but Jay Jettas is uh, on the IR. 877-337. 6666. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. I have not talked about the Phillies. I'm in a corner. Oh, wait. Chill out. Y'all got to relax. Philadelphia. It's not always sunny. What happened? Any of you uh, WIP fans listening, what happened? Or you guys went to sleep. They tucked. (laughs) Merrill Kelly said, uh, second time around, it's not too loud for me in here. Second time around, I got something for y'all. Second time around, D-backs are hitting. Cattell Marte, Tommy Pham, Guriel. Yeah, we're going to put some runs up early and see where you're at. And Kyle Schwarber, strikeout king. Bryce Harper, strikeout king. Like, I know these guys hit homers, but that's the other side of it. As us Yankee fans are drooling over these guys, oh, man, we could have had Harper. Oh, Schwarber swinging Yankee Stadium. Well, part of the reason why they didn't get entertained is because we have enough strikeout kings on the Yankees. And uh, tonight, Schwarber had a K, Harper had two Ks, and I think I saw a stat in the in this series the last couple games, like, <laughs> the, the two best words in sports, Game 7. We've got a, another one coming up. Let's go to Dan. In Woodbridge, Connecticut, on the fan. Yo, Dan, what's up, man? You're live. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. Hanging in there. How are you? I, I feel good. I feel good. Okay, okay. What's, what you got? All right. So, I mean, I've been listening to your show the whole time. Thanks. But uh. I'll go back to baseball, even though it's not why I called. Oh, no. I mean, I'll call, I'll, whatever I'll you want to talk about. Uh, I don't know watch, much cricket, watch... but whatever you want to talk about oh, is cool. Oh, with uh, Daniel Jones and uh, Tyron Taylor. I think Tyron Taylor was doing great. I mean, he was doing great, but he's still not a better quarterback than uh, 
Max Scherzer. What? Um, Max Scherzer. I said, I said Max Scherzer. I'm sorry. Daniel Jones. Ah, <laughs> oh, my boy was all over the place. We gotta do better. Come on, y'all. Loopy on the late night. Let's go. I've been off for three days. Come on, y'all. He came in with the background music. He called Tyrod Tyron Taylor. Then he threw Max Scherzer in there. Y'all sipping on a Monday night? I mean, I'm not judging. It is what it is. Justin's in Tom's River. What's up, Justin? You're on the fan. Hey, what's going on, Keith? Thanks for taking my phone call. Um, you know, there's a lot to talk about. Like you were bringing up with the Jets. You know, I agree with you. I think the Jets are a playoff team. They really got their footing after the uh, couple, you know, the past two weeks with their victories. You know, as a Jet fan, you know, I would really like to see Joe Douglas attack this trade deadline and get themselves a right tackle, maybe even a slot receiver, you know, somebody that can help Zach Wilson with his progressions, you know. And this NFL, it really is this year a week-to-week league. You come into the year, everybody's talking about, at least in the AFC, everybody's talking about the Chiefs and the Bengals, and they struggled coming out the gate. Now, now even in the NFC with the Eagles and the 49ers looking, in the playoffs this year, it's wide open. And I'm not saying that the Jets are going to go to the Super Bowl this year, but they definitely can make a push in the playoffs. With that defense, with that front, they're going to be in every single game this year if they stay healthy. And you saw it against the Eagles. They dominated up front, and they just caused mayhem. And you saw later in the game how much that affected Jalen Hurts to throw these interceptions. And, you know, when you, I really have to applaud Sal, and I really do have to applaud Joe Douglas. After Aaron Rodgers going down, I'm, I'm going to be honest. As a Jets fan, when I saw Rodgers go down, I thought the season was over. And you really are starting to see the light come on for Zach, you know, for Zach Wilson coming coming into the last two, these two games. Yes, he still made you know the mistake against the Broncos, but you see the light turning on. He's starting to push the ball down the field, and I think Hackett, you got to give him some credit too because you see how he's starting to form his offense for him. And Brees Hall, in my opinion, is the second best running back in the NFL by far. The threat that he is in the passing game and the threat that he is to run the ball, he's going to be the comeback player of the year this year. Yeah, can I throw in some credit to Rob Sala, too? Because I, as much as people... I brought that up, too. I mean, both him and, and Hack, I really do have to give them a applause. They really brought this team together. I, I thought the team was starting to fracture. When you start to hear the stuff coming out of the locker room, that they were going to be mutiny and all that stuff like that, he kept this team together. That Patriots game, it, it could have went all the way left. And, you know, as much as people pick at Rob Sala, and I think I probably have, too, for his in-game decisions. He doesn't know enough about the offense. He's given thumbs up, thumbs down. Should he kick a field goal? Uh, he didn't play in the NFL. The the guy is a motivator and a player's coach. So all that stuff he was preaching about, you know, the, the eagle soars high and we're 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 commanders and competitors and contenders. Like that stuff is in their mind where they didn't fold. They could have four plays in the whole world watching. We're like, oh, I, like they they're in the position they're in because their mentality is right, and now they believe they can win. And like you said, it is wide open this year. Who is the best team in the NFL? The Chiefs? Okay. Well, they're just setting up to crash and fall, crash and burn. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see it. I mean, I, it's I think just Taylor Swift. Their passing game is not the same. And even I, I'm sure you've seen it. They struggle in short yardage situations. You saw it against the Lions with third and one, third and two. They just they struggle on the third. You know, Pacheco is what he is. But they really they can they need be a short They can be beat. It's just, you know, the NFL is bogus, so they got to keep them winning so Taylor Swift can uh, do handshakes with Patrick Mahomes' wife and, and create fake and, and viral another content. Thing that ha- another thing that's not talked about with Salah 
is I really have to applaud him too with the development with some of these players. I mean, look at look at Bryce Hoff and, and Quincy Jermaine Williams. Johnson. Um, Jermaine yeah. Johnson. I mean, somebody. I mean, Bryce Huff was undrafted, and the kid now is a stud. He every game is getting pressures yeah, on the Jeff quarterback, Obert. and I mean that's Joe Douglas too as well. But I mean, they're finding these guys and they're and they're fitting them into their system. And I mean that that Jets defensive front is if not the best the second best in the NFL. So, I mean, every single – you see it with these quarterbacks, they are turning the ball over because now they're either afraid to get hit. And that second – and all that does is for that secondary is, is they're going to be getting turnovers all year because they're going to be pressured to throw the ball. So going into this Giants matchup, what's the, what's the biggest thing that scares you, Zach Wilson? Like, Zach Wilson Obviously, not having I mean, a good for day? Me, I mean, I think Wink, Wink Martindale is a good coordinator – obviously a good defensive coordinator – but I mean, I, I think they're going to be smart enough. They're going to have to. They're going to have to bring two tight ends in. They're going to have to, or maybe have an extra running maybe back. Maybe three tight ends we've back. seen. Yep. So I mean, for me, for me though, the game's going to be won on the defensive side of the ball for the Jets. I mean, literally, when the Jets get turnovers, they're going to win. And for me, I, I, obviously, I'm not sure if you're a Jet or a Giant fan, but seeing it, the, the Giants' offensive line is a turnstile. And with this front, I, I mean, for me, I mean. Looking out in the outside end, I'm not a giant fan, obviously, but it's obviously you guys want to win. I'm not, I'm never one of these guys that say you want to lose for draft picks, but I really think that win this weekend for you, yeah, it was great, but really it set you guys back because and the reason why I say that is you guys are going to be in purgatory. You guys aren't going to be in the top three to five picks. You're going to be somewhere in that probably teen range, and really, are you really going to get better? You're going to be in the next couple of years in purgatory. So I don't think Daniel Jones is your quarterback yet for the Giants. He's never impressed me coming out of college. I, I don't think he should have been the pick. Mm. But, you know, and now they're going to be holding on to Saquon. To be honest with you, they should be getting rid of Saquon. I, he's a great player, but I, he's never going to get you guys to a Super Bowl in the next two or three they, years. And he's gonna They be told him he's front. safe. Thanks for the call, Justin. I ain't no Giants fan, but I think that this game is closer than uh, Jets fans want to really let off. I think that with – the, the thought that the NFL is wide open this year and that the playoffs are wide open and, like, that goes both ways with the Giants. Like, get it together. In the beginning, obviously, there were some struggles with the offensive line. You're missing a couple starters. So what? You bring in Justin Pugh straight off the couch. Okay, you move a couple guys around. This line, as we saw it over, like, the, the commander's defensive line is pretty decent, right? Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen... Uh, Chase Young, as we're talking about Saquon Barkley and top picks. I I, I look at this game as is pretty even. And um, if we're going matchup to matchup, which quarterback would you rather have? Tyrod Taylor. I'd rather have Tyrod Taylor quarterback in my team than Zach Wilson. Which running back would you rather have? I would take Brees Hall. I almost said Saquon, but I'm going to take Brees Hall. I'm going to take Brees Hall. Which group of receivers? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Because this group of receivers is only as effective as the guy throwing the ball to them. Offensive line, I mean, you're missing Joe Tipman, AVT, Dwayne Brown. I think I saw an update on Dwayne Brown. But I think he's done, man. I just like... I said that in the beginning of the year. Dwayne Brown at 38, not going through the preseason at all because he's a vet. I'm like, yeah, you need reps. I mean, he dropped 
very quickly. So offensive line, defensive line. Which defensive line would you rather have? I'd rather have the Jets defensive line. The Jets defensive line against the Giants offensive line. It's definitely uh, lean in Jets. The Jets offensive line versus the Giants is lean. I don't know. It's leaning. It's leaning Giants. This is gonna be a good game. I think it's pretty even. I think that the Giants got a win in MetLife Sunday, the last game that the Jets played. They got a win in MetLife two Sundays ago. Both of these teams are coming in off a win. I think the rest, it, it's tricky coming off rest. Usually, if you have a good coach like Mike Tomlin, Mike Mike Tomlin coaches team. His teams come off the the bye week and they're ready to go. I don't know if he's got rules on them, but Mike Tomlin coach teams they come off the bye week and win. Now I know Rob Sala told everybody to be intentional about the bye week or whatever, but sometimes that rest can throw you off, especially when you had momentum of knocking off the Eagles. Who last night? I mean, you see the Eagles come out there in the throwbacks, Kelly Green jerseys. As much as I hate the Eagles. I cannot hate on those jerseys. Like, those are the Reggie White. Like, when I was a kid, first watching the NFL, that was the last years of those jerseys. Those are Randall Cunningham jerseys. And, man, why would they go back to the, like, forest green? Like, the green that they have, and even the Eagles logo that they have is not it. They need to have those jerseys more. And the Giants need to rock those those traditional uh, Giants jerseys, too. They look like the Giants in those jerseys. What do I know, man? Let's keep it rolling. Uh, I can get another call in before we break here. 877-337-6666. Let's go to Gio out in Brooklyn. What's up, Gio? Yo, Keith, my man. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Uh, I was just I was just telling your boy who answered the phone, man. I remember um, in the in the early 20s, I mean early, well, 20s. 19, when they were singing 20? that song. No, no, the 20s, the 2020s. You can't remember the 1920s. Not 19, I didn't say 19. My phone is, I'm at work, so it's it's a little. I got you, I'm playing. Yo, so, um, remember when they were singing that song, um, We Fly High, that Jim Jones be balling? Balling! Yes, man, yo, listen to me. I was so impressed this weekend with, um, with the Giants. I honestly think, even though Daniel Jones is our franchise quarterback, Tyrod, he did his thing, man. He did his thing, and I'm just hoping that we could take these these Jets down because I got a lot of Jets fans in my family. You already know. I'm trying to just the Giants can beat the Jets. The Giants can definitely beat the Jets. I'm I'm and listen. I know we can. Is this will we? Will they execute? Will they get it done? That's why we all are gonna watch, and that's why we're talking about it now, and that's why I'm comparing D lines and O lines and receiver cores. And Keith, I can't wait to you. I can't wait till next week when you're sitting on the ramp. Sitting on the phones and you getting on your little <laughs> boy, uh, 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 what's this kid's name from, um, Young Josh? <laughs> no, no, uh, oh, listen to me. What's up with freaking Shepard, bro? Shepard and and Grave. Come on, what do you got? Grease in your hand? Like, nah, what Bobby, you know, bro. I mean, I don't know. Like, they gotta I be was better. So disappointed. Like, they gotta be this better. Is crazy. This is fundamental football. I was online tweeting about it, and all the Giants fans were saying they had Jamison Crowder and they cut him. They had Jamison oh Crowder. God. He's on you the other the, team. Man, I, was, I was so I was I, I was in my feelings when I seen those balls drop, man. But I'm oh, not gonna hey, keep yo, you wrong. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, boss, <laughs> yo, Keith, that yo, was yo, crazy. You're the best, Keith. Oh, yeah, yo, Keith. you out of here. I gotta get him out of here. I was in my. I can't even repeat that. 
That was crazy. You just violated everybody. You can't do that on air, bro. Don't ever. Don't you ever. You a wild boy for that one, Gio. Everybody in Brooklyn just turned the radio off. <laughs> hey, yo, I got to get that clip. <laughs> Loopy on a late night. My boy said he was in his feeling. What he seen? Oh nah, I'm not repeating that one, but that was great. Anyway, <laughs> I'm watching them pop bottles. I paused the uh, celebration on Fubo of the um, Rangers out there. On you know, it's great. Like I, like I said on Twitter at Keith McPherson on Twitter. It's got an underscore in between the first and last name. I said I'm gonna watch the Rangers celebrate on the Astros field until they cut the broadcast. And right now I'm watching all of the wags, wives and girlfriends, all of the kids celebrate on the field in Minute Maid Park as the visitors, as the division rivals. The Astros pack it up, go home to your little uh, whatever ranches, wherever y'all live out there in Houston. And let the Rangers enjoy this. Uh, I'm enjoying it because I'm just a a big hater when it comes to uh, the Houston Astros. I couldn't do it again, folks. I'm like, please, Altuve, Altuve, bro. I'm looking at their goofy fans with the astronaut suits on. They're all sad. I'm like, good, good. Send them, send them to Mars. Send the whole franchise to Mars. We've seen enough. And for all the goofies that want to run the whole, oh. This is a new dynasty. They're 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 of the likes of the Yankees. This is the dynasty. They're matching the Yankees. We haven't seen a dynasty like this since the Yankees. You still haven't seen it, bro. Getting to the ALCS, the Yankees never they never mentioned that. The Yankees never talked about, "Oh, we went to X amount of ALCSs in a row." That wasn't the goal. That wasn't it. Job not finished talking about the ALCS. It's about winning the whole thing. Shout out to Jeets, man. Jeets had a couple quotes, and I'm, I'm going to go find them so that I don't verbatim them uh, over at the air. But basically, he was talking about how spoiled Yankee fans were and how they made winning look easy, and it wasn't. And, uh, yeah, those were the days. 877-337-6666. We're going to break it down. I got 90 minutes left. But I'm taking your calls, man. Call me up. The lines are open. Keep McPherson on the fan till 2 a.m. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning calling signals, takes the snap, looks left, lobs it left, first is wide open, touchdown Giants! In the left corner of the end zone! Touchdown! With 35 seconds to go, and the Giants regain the lead! Manning the first! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Back at it on the fan. Oh man, I had to go back to the free Odyssey app and get the screen recording of that. I'm gonna go get uh Killer Cam and uh and Mason Murder Mace and put the uh it is what it is gif over that and post that one. Shout out to uh Ange P Ange the Future already on it on Twitter. And my boy Dre on Twitter as well. So he oh that was a classic one. Liam Flynn said, in my feelings. <laughs> nah. All right. 877-337-6666. All right. Let's get serious. Let's get back to the phones. Mark is all the way out in California listening on the free Odyssey app. What's up, Mark? What's going on? Um, the last time I called in, spoke to you, I think it was like week one when Christian Kirk did nothing in fantasy. You were like, drop him. Since then, he's been one of the most productive. I, I, and players. I didn't, I didn't drop him. <laughs> no, I didn't either. He had a bad week, but so far he's given me twenty points, almost twenty points every week. Like he's yeah, I, I thought Calvin three. Ridley was going to get all the targets. He's the no guy you drop. Way, bro, bro. I had Devontae Adams in front of me. Yeah. I chose Myers over Devontae, and everyone thought I was crazy. And yeah. I said, "Dude, Myers and Garoppolo, favorite target in Josh McDaniels' so offense." Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, because, I mean, Devontae's not getting the ball, and he's crying about it. You know, Myers has, like, six touchdowns. Let me tell you something, though. I was up 55 points today. 55. All I, all I was going up against was Kirk Cousins, okay, and Jordan Addison. Now, going up against San Francisco's defense, I thought they would at least hold Cousins to at least under 200. But even in the realm of possibility – that Cousins would score 20. I didn't think Addison was going to score 30. Bro, right. I ended up losing today. Now, mind you, I've been playing fantasy football for almost 20 years. And I've won, in the last 20 years, I've won my league like maybe 14 times. In the history so of nice. me playing fantasy football, I've never lost up 55 points. Ever. It's like That's, that's a terrible swing on a Monday night. I mean, on a Monday night game against against arguably the best defense in football, and, and they get absolutely just yeah. I, sh- I should have bet the Vikings <laughs> by Cousins and Jordan Addison, who is looking terrible as a rookie. By the way, he's not looking very good. No, nah, right? he's like, he's um, the second leading touchdown receiver. He Tyreek's got seven. Outside, he's got six yeah, touchdowns. But listen, all his three of his touchdowns are coming garbage time last right. week. And, and, and where they got, drafted him, that they expected a little bit more. But I mean, right, he's right. Doing I mean, it I mean, now, without I mean, Jay Jettas. Bro, last week against Chicago, Chicago looked, I mean, the NFL is so weird today, man. Chicago, they played him very tough. He threw three interceptions in that game. I think two picks and a fumble. So they had three turnovers. You can't and predict the NFL. I just, I'm done betting on the NFL. The NFL is bogus. Like, it, the officiating it, it, is it, terrible. It's got to be better. Ball. Like, how do the Eagles not have one penalty last night and all the flags were on the Dolphins? I turned that okay, off and okay. went to bed. Hold on, I'm like, hold on about they're that. Ruining, they're on, ruining football for me. 
hold on about that game, though, because everyone, I was on Twitter and stuff, and everyone was freaking out about, oh, they got destroyed. Listen, they were down three starters on offense, three starters on defense, 11 penalties for 85 yards called against them, not one penalty called against the other team, which I've never Can't seen win before. That way. And it was a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> that rough one in the passer did it for me. That's when I started checking out. I'm like, all right, let me brush my teeth, wash my face. This is a wrap. Roughing the passer on a screen that was snuffed out, and all the, yeah. the defender did was give him a two-hand touch. Like we used to play recess. You guys aren't allowed to tackle two hand touch only. Or what about the or what about the face call penalty? Uh, James Bradbury yeah. had an obvious face mask holding call wasn't even called. Yeah, missed. Called. How do you miss that? How do you miss right. that? The well, whole the whole world is watching. You're well, on the field. That's why I'm just like yeah. I can't. I can't with the that would have been first down. That would have been first down. They scored a touch on that drive, and that would have been. Betting first on the NFL is a good way to lose your yeah. money because it doesn't make sense. It's completely bogus. Um, Foot Locker refs, I mean, Buffalo Wild Wing refs. But we love it. We eat it up, man. Get me to the hoops. At least we got the hoops starting tomorrow. Mark, thanks for the call. Good luck uh, with your fantasy team. At least we got the hoops starting. You know, I'm in here watching IQ. Uh, Knicks do not sign Emmanuel quickly to extension before Monday's deadline. Bet on yourself. Prove it year. Yesterday's price is not today's price. I mean, IQ, I seen you go off in TD Garden. You missed the last little bit of the playoffs with injury. The Knicks needed you. You got to take that step forward this year. Six man in a year? <clears throat> I'm not a Knicks fan. I'm definitely not a Knicks fan. But, man, shout out to CP the, fran- the, yo, CP the franchise. We got to get you on the fan more. The Knicks put out that video today. And I, I ain't no Knicks fan. But I was like, wow, they did it right. This whole New York forever is like Wakanda forever. And it's like, man, now that the Knicks are actually good, like all of this stuff is hitting. When the Knicks weren't any good, like th- this stuff was a complete miss. But now they're putting out videos and content that makes sense. Uh, from the heart of the five boroughs is go New York, go time. And this video that they put together, I'm like, yo, like they hit the nail on the head. They like, they did not miss. CP outside the garden, like, I'm like, bruh. The Nets better do something so I can, like, actually get excited about basketball. Brooklyn. Let's go to Joe in Westwood, New Jersey on the fan. What's up, Joe? Hey, man. Thanks for taking the call. Thanks yeah, for Yeah, hoops tomorrow. Pumped. Uh, uh, just a quick question about the Knicks, man. Um, do you think uh, Brunson's going to have a huge year? You gonna, uh, I'm looking for him to lead the uh, Yeah, uh, lead you got, I got no doubts. I, that, that guy last year, I got no doubts about him. It's about everybody around him. You you know what yeah. you're going to get from him. Uh, the the guy I'm, I got a question mark on, I'm like, what version of Julius Randle are we going to get? Can we get a version of Julius Randle that realizes, like, he doesn't have to win the game, he doesn't have to take over the game, he also doesn't have to take that many shots. Like, you got other guys and young guys around you. Be the leader be the elder statesman, but know when to defer. Know when it ain't your time to to throw up a, a three point shot. Like I think if he chills a little bit, and you know, depending on the matchups, you'll know when it's time for Julius Randle to take over. But if he learns how to like play within the offense, and that like Brunson is the guy, I think RJ's gonna have a good year too. Like I hate to say it, I'm like, man, the Knicks. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna be competitive. I don't think they're gonna be in the top of the yeah. East, but they're gonna win. They're gonna win a good amount of games and be right there in the mix. And I'm not yeah. hating on them. I, I can't hate. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Nets fan, and there's questions on the Nets. I hope they're good, but they, they could be mid or not be good at all. Or, you know, this Ben Simmons thing, uh, we hope. Fingers crossed. Yeah, man, I, I just uh, purchased the league pass just tonight, so I'm ready to go for that. 
But uh, I called you about the, the Mets. Um, so everyone's looking for, um, you know, the next manager, you know, whoever it may be. Um, I want to get your opinion on uh, Curtis Granderson. What do you think about him? Oh, I love I know Curtis Granderson, man. Me too, um, dude. Is he, is I, I he know in the did. mix? Because I saw Will Venable turned it down. I saw um, I saw they were talking about if uh, – if Craig Council isn't interested, they might yeah. they might bring in a, a first time manager. Yeah, first time manager. Like if you could get Granderson, I know he's in the booth right now with TBS doing the, the pregame, uh, so he might be comfortable there. But man, if you could get him out of the booth and into a manager's uniform, I think he'd, he'd be, be great. Manager, he's such yeah, a good dude, man. Thanks for the call, Joe. Now I gotta go ahead and 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 flex and tell my Curtis Granderson story. So. As soon as the Yankees got Curtis Granderson, I went to Models to get the uh, Curtis Granderson sh- jersey player tee. Back then, I didn't have any bread, so I-, I scratched together what I could to get. I couldn't get the jersey. I got the the player tee, and um, man, he hit what 40, 41 bombs for the Yankees that year. The Grandy Man can, and uh, you know, not long after. Uh, he went on to play for the Mets. And there was a drop plan here on WFAN where he talked about Yankee Stadium and City Field and how it got rocking at City Field. And it was actually, in his opinion, louder than Yankee Stadium. He had 43 home runs. He had, See, I, I, was, I, was, I was right. He had 41 in 2011, 43 in 2012. I was like, let me look that up real quick because I didn't want to you know, take any away from you, Curtis. So... When I was in the MLB fan cave in 2014, Curtis Granderson pulled up there and I wore my player tee and he was super cool, humble, down to earth, flattered. I took a picture with him. Fast forward nine years, I get invited by the Players Alliance to come out and cover the All-Star game in Seattle, Washington this past summer. And uh, man, the first check-in day. They don't really, you know, they don't really ask me to do much. I get to go to the Futures game, see Spencer Jones, um, see a couple other guys that I'm blanking on their names, um, Carl Crawford's kid and uh, Jackson Holiday. And uh, the next day in the hotel, I get with the Players Alliance folks, and it's Edwin Jackson and it's Curtis Granderson. And I end up spending the day with those two guys and Michael Bourne and a couple other players. Um, Jerry Harrison's brother, I forget his name. But anyway, I got a lot of time to like actually talk to Curtis Granderson and tell him like, you know, yo, I'm such a big fan. Like, uh, and he was so cool. And and the coolest story he told, I'm trying to remember it now. I'm blanking on it. I'm kind of like, you know, filling the air with time. So we were in, we went to go see the Players Alliance softball team compete in this tournament out there. Like during All-Star, I always tell people, go to All-Star. It's a baseball festival. There's so many things going on not just baseball but softball too but on the way back everyone's telling stories and we're talking about spring training and he's talking about Tebow in spring training I think I might have told this story right when I came back it was fresher in my mind but he's talking about the spectacle that Tebow was and how everybody knew it was just to sell tickets down there in Florida and like Tebow didn't belong and you know supposedly Tebow faced Max Scherzer and Max Scherzer went right at him like he was almost insulted that like he had to pitch to this guy, and he just threw him straight fastballs, knowing he couldn't touch him. And uh, Curtis Granderson, being a real baseball guy, he, he you know he didn't feel like it was right because 
Tim Tebow's taking a roster spot away from somebody that didn't play at Florida, didn't play for the Broncos, didn't play in the NFL. And, you know, this is all just a sideshow. This is just a circus. And uh, he said he knew Tebow was different because, um, like, you know, they they had a break for for a weekend or whatever. And uh, everybody's talking about what they were doing. Some guys were going to Disney. You know, some guys were going to the beach. And, like, Tebow had to go to some kind of event. And he starts talking about having to find, like, the helipad. And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, they're bringing the helicopter in for me to pick me up and fly me to this event and bring me back. It's a quick turnaround. And he was like, we all just kind of laugh. Like, that's Tim Tebow. Like, he's in spring training with us trying to be a baseball player for some reason. But, like, someone is paying him, flying in in a helicopter to get him, flying him back. And, like, that's just regular. That's just a regular weekend off for Tim Tebow down there in Florida at uh, Met Spring Training. But if Curtis Granderson is available and Curtis Granderson is going to leave the TBS booth to be a manager for the Mets, he'd be a great guy. He'd connect with the young guys. He'd have respect for the young guys. And uh, he's just a good guy, man. The little bit of time I got to spend around him twice in life, not even twice in life, I mean, through All-Star, he's one of the main guys that started the Players Alliance. So, you know, at the dinner I got to hang out with them there, and like it's, it's just, it was just super cool, like to break the wall of like fan to being like, "Yo, you're with us," and now when I see you, it's "What's up, Keith? Yo, you good? You need anything?" I did an interview with them. I think I have the Curtis Granderson interview on my Instagram and on my YouTube. So, yeah, shout out to the Grandy man. I would love for him to be the Mets next manager, just to be back in the area, and I could hit him up. Did I have his number? I might have got his number too, so I would be able to potentially get an interview uh, on the fan if. I don't know, Boomer and Geo or uh, Evan Roberts don't beat me to it. Let's see. 877-337-6666. Let's go to Lynn in Manhattan, New York. What's up, Lynn? You're on the fan. Well, thank you for taking my call. I just want to congratulate you on saying what I've been trying to say to many people that I've called about the Houston Astros. I really think the entire team should have been fined for an entire year uh, for doing what they did, and yeah, I just just got to turn the radio down the back. But I'm right there with you. Those guys were unpunished, and now they tell us forget about it. Just forget about it. You guys got to get over it. Like, how can we get over it when they were never reprimanded? Well, thank you for taking my call. I just want to congratulate you on saying what I've been trying to say to many people. Thanks for the call, Lynn. Uh. Loopy on a late night. I don't know. I think we're doing better, but we can do better. Matt is in Woodbridge. What's up, Matt? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. Thanks for taking my call, man. I just want to talk about how Sal is saying that um, Reed and Sauce are still in uh, concussion protocol. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that they're going to play, but I think he's just saying that for now. And, uh, you know, as soon as Sauce came out on his Twitter, like, I feel fine. Um, I don't know. The, con- the concussion stuff is tricky. You you have to get cleared, and I don't know exactly what the protocols are in the NFL now, and they take it to the furthest extent now because the CTE and the NFL does not want to get sued by these guys, and they're not putting anybody in harm's way. You see the, the Kareem Jackson suspension? Like, they're suspending yeah. him for four games for that hit. Like, damn. Yeah, like, crazy. for four games? <sighs> Four games. He didn't mean to take the guy out like that. That's the captain of their defense. But yeah, uh, I think they're going to play, and I think that they'll clear. 
the speed of the game. It's just hard. It's you know, hard, hard to, to it's, man. It is hard. Like to do your your job is to you know knock that guy out, jar the ball loose, you know put it put a hurting on him, put him down. I, I don't think it was really that malicious, but like they're making an example out of this guy and whatever he plays for the Broncos. So yeah, Salah saying that those guys got to play. You had a game against the Eagles that they didn't play, a bye week. They they're not concussed for three weeks. Yeah, or something's more serious than we know that if they're out again, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they, they yeah. put Anthony Rizzo right back out there for two months with the New York Yankees. Those guys are fine. They're going to play. Yeah, definitely. And then another uh, two things I wanted to say. Since sports betting's been getting legal more, I just feel like this officiating is getting worse and worse. Like, just so many games are just getting called back on stupid calls. Don't, that are just don't even, don't even get me started on that rabbit hole. You know how you can see the percentage? Like, all the money tonight, 78% of the money tonight was on the Niners. I was on the Niners, too. I'm, I'm not very happy right now. It's so just, was I. Did, but I put, I put the Niners in a parlay like yesterday before I saw that information. I'm like, I should have bet the Vikings. That comes no. That information comes out like an hour before the game, and I'm like, I'm already down. I'm done betting on on the NFL. Yep. I'll wait. I'll wait till first basket starts tomorrow. To be honest with you, I think college is a lot easier if you you yeah. know what you're doing. Yeah, college is a lot easier. They're playing playing their hearts out all every play. It's just a lot different. You know, in the beginning, you you bet Colorado and and they're on the hype train three and zero. Then you start fading them. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then one more point I wanted to make: this whole Jets Giants, everyone's calling up. You know. We're, both of both of our teams, are, I'm a Jeff fan, are not proven. Okay, we have Zach Wilson in there. He can't score a touchdown. If our defense doesn't play the way they've been playing, I feel like if they give up more than 17 points a game, we have no shot to win. That's that's about my feeling on it. And then now we got the Giants. You got Tyrod Taylor in there. I think as far as Tyrod Taylor, he's just a game manager backup. Yep. If he was that good, the Giants would have gave him the 40 million a year, and it would have been Danny Dimes. He, they they see more of what we that we don't see on the field. So for these people to be sitting here calling up saying, "Oh, I think the Giants got a really good chance." To be honest with you, if we had Aaron Rodgers, we'd be giving them seven points. I feel like. Yeah, I think That'd it's. About- I think it's closer than this minus three, and depending on where the money goes, it might it might go down to two and a half. It might go down but to you know, one giant, and a half. Who knows? Giant, that giant O line better be ready for our D. I'm telling you that right now because we're going to be coming for feet. Hey, we're going to feed. Hey, yo, I got to let you go. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> ah, you guys are hilarious, yo. <laughs> he said they better be ready for what? Because we're going to be what? Let me get another call in before we go to break. Mario's in Long Beach. What's up, Mario? on the fan. Hello. Ah, I lost him. All right, Ryan is in Western Connecticut. Ryan in Western Connecticut. There you go. What's up, Ryan? We can hear you. Hey, um, yo, I am a diehard New York Jets fan, and I really believe that this team is built to win, and they keep making moves. Yeah, okay. So uh, they keep making moves. They're going to make some trade deadline moves. They're going to make moves like win games. What else? Um, winning games. Every everyone's talking about Aaron Rodgers coming back. I don't think that um, really matters. I think Zach Wilson and the rest of that team are yeah. in in rhythm and they are moving. Uh, uh, they're they're playing like a good team. 
the whole team is playing consistently. And obviously the defense is awesome. Yeah, and those guys should be the focus. Those guys should be getting talked about. Those guys should be getting all the shine. But uh, Aaron Rodgers is on Monday Night Football Manning cast. And, you know, uh, later today he'll be on the McAfee show, and it's all going to be Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers rehab. But look at the Jets. Look at the actual players that are making this team. On the field doing it every freaking weekend. And I think um, Aaron Rodgers – he it like he's almost like an offensive coordinator where it, he's like a, he's the distraction. Everybody's freaking like, oh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, when is he coming back? And um, and the the whole rest of the team is like, yo, we're just balling out. We're, right, we're he may never games. come back. Now I get it. I, I call it a Jedi mind trick with the guy. I get it. You want you want the team to be playing if it's if it's even one percent harder that these guys are playing because they think there's a light at the end of the tunnel that they get to the playoffs and Aaron Rodgers is ready, cool. If if just one more fan shows up to the stadium believing in this team because they think, hey, Aaron Rodgers will be back by December, cool, whatever. Think what you want to think. Believe what you want to believe. Root for whatever you want to root for. Yeah, but ultimately there are guys on the Jets team that deserve respect. Like Quincy yeah, Williams, it's, like DJ Mosley, Quincy Williams, yeah. Quentin Williams, um, Jermaine Johnson. Uh, these guys are oh, these yeah, guys are yeah, getting yeah. it done. Like these are the yeah. guys making the plays. Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Aaron, Alan Lazard, the the tight ends, uh, Conklin, Uzama, Rucker, even even like you know Lincoln yeah, Tomlinson, like the guys that are blocking. Like give those guys the light because they're healthy. They're putting in the work. They're going out there and. And still and believing that they could win and getting wins. They're 3-3, three and three, and that's what they could have been with Aaron Rodgers. Thanks for the call, Ryan. 877-337-6666. We're going to break it down. Uh, I've got an hour left. I'm enjoying the show. I'm enjoying your calls. I've gotten some laughs out of them. And, you know, we can talk about the Jets-Giants. We can talk about Monday Night Football. We can talk about the baseball. I don't think anybody wants to talk about the Phillies. Game 7 coming up. Uh, you just saw the Rangers defeat the Houston Astros. Uh, I know Lynn in Manhattan was feeling that. Uh, we don't have to forget. You know, We don't have to just, oh, give them a pass because Rob Manfred granted them immunity. I'm never letting it go. I always hear people saying that in the baseball community. Like, oh, you know how you know how tired that is? Like, no, it's not tired. It's forever. So um, I'm glad the Astros lost. I'll never get over it. 877-337-6666. Let's break it down, and we'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 